courageous, terrifying, triumphant. You are listening to The Brave Files, real stories from people living courageously. You can listen to the show anywhere you enjoy podcasts, and we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference, and we appreciate it. Now here's your host, Heather Vickery. Hey, everybody. It's Heather Vickery. Welcome to today's episode of The Brave Files. Today, I welcome a woman named Ash Brown. She has a company called Ash Said It, and she's going to tell us what that is. But this young woman is quite a powerhouse. And from going off to join the military and then suddenly losing her mom and having to redefine her life and build a business out of nothing, um, she is really quite an inspiration. Ash, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Anna. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. This is fun. I really love your show. I've taken a listen to it a couple of times and um, I want to talk all about that. But very briefly, can you give us just a little bit of background about who you are and how you came to have Ash said it? Yeah, I think that everything uh, pretty much stems back to me joining the military back in 2013. I went off to basic training December 30th, and on December 31st, my mom passed away. I'm and so sorry. Thank you for that. Anyone that is close with their mom, because, you know, it's, it's always a different dynamic with people. My mom was my best friend. Mm-hmm. She was my best friend, my biggest supporter. She always supported me through everything. So life without her just still, to an extent, doesn't really make too much sense. I get <laughs> I've that. Tried to, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done my best with it, but um, it's just crazy. So my head was just spinning. I got back from training. I didn't finish. And I was just like, I don't know what am I going to do? What is, what is my story going to be? And I started to get involved in productions of different projects that were happening here in Atlanta. And I just didn't really feel fulfilled in those things. So I really got away from them stopped all that stuff. And I just went into meditation. I was like, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And it was almost like I heard a voice say, you need to use your voice. (laughs) I was like, I don't even know what that means. Just use your voice. Like, that sounds crazy. And uh, so I went to a friend's wedding and it was a beautiful ceremony. And, you know, the bride is looking just wonderful. It's time for the reception and the MC doesn't show up. Uh The bride is freaking out. Like she's like hysterical. Tears are streaming. You know, we're trying to clean up her makeup. And she turns to me and she's like, you know, Ash, you know, could you MC for us, please? And I was like, girl, are you crazy? I didn't come here to MC. I came to, you know, celebrate you guys. And so I jumped into that role and I was like, you know what? This was not nearly as difficult as I thought that it was. So I got a bunch of referrals just from that one slide gig, and I started doing birthday parties, specialty celebrations, family reunions. So emceeing those events. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm stepping up on the mic. I'm, you know, welcoming everybody. I'm running through the program. I'm telling them about sponsors, all that good stuff. And so from there, another friend had suggested, hey, you need to start another podcast because they knew that I'd done podcasting previously. I used to promote a lot of independent artists throughout the years. And they were like, you know, you need to do another podcast. I was like, I don't even know what to do. And they were like, oh, you know, it could be whatever you want it to be. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. What does it mean? Whatever I want it to be. And so I started to do these little sound bites on this app called Spreaker. And Slowly but surely, I was doing them pretty randomly, not on a schedule at all, and it would get downloads. And then the opportunity came for me to apply to become a part of iHeartRadio. 
And I applied and I was like, they're never going to approve me, whatever. <laughs> and about a year later, they sent me an email. They're like, hey, you know, you've been approved. You're officially on our stream. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, right. now I love I- that it took them a year. <laughs> a year. Thank you, iHeartRadio. Honestly, I honestly, I forgot about it. I honestly forgot that I have, had I even done it. I was like, wait, what, what are they saying? What do they mean? Yeah, I totally forgot. And so from there, I really started to take it seriously and start to structure the show. So we came into this kind of self-help, motivational, encouraging theme that I do with every single show. And so now we fast forward almost five years later, 1,200 episodes and half a million streams worldwide. That is amazing. (laughs) So what is the show? What do people, Ash said it, what do you say? Mm -hmm. Who are you talking to and what kind of stories are you sharing? Yeah, well, we're talking to individuals because everyone has a story. Every single body has I agree. That's a story what my show is all about. A, yeah, like we we just we just don't know everyone's story. So I've talked to actors, singers, songwriters, authors, CEOs, salon owners. Everyone has an amazing story. And it's like until we take the time out to stop and listen, like you would never know anyone's story. We would never have these opportunities. So I've been blessed with so many amazing guests on my show that have opened up their lives to the world. And uh to have that is just, it's absolutely just mind blowing. I never imagined that it would be something that I would do. Never do you, do you enjoy it? I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it because I never know what the story is going to be. It's like, you know, it's like opening up like a, a Christmas gift or something on, you know, in the middle of the year, you're like, what is going to happen? And some of these stories are just absolutely just, just amazing. Like one of my favorite stories I would have to say was when I had I had Rhonda Ross on my show. And if, for those of you that are familiar, Rhonda Ross is Diana Ross's oldest daughter. Right. Yeah. And she came on the show and she just let it loose. It was like, it was almost like we were family. And she just opened up so much about her upbringing, about being in the industry, transitioning to, you know, from a child star to an adult and doing some amazing works with philanthropy and community service. And you're just like, wow, you know, sometimes people will look at celebrities and people of that nature and be like, oh, you know, they're just so higher than high. But she was so down to earth and just so compassionate. I absolutely loved her. Very cool. Well, I'll have to check that episode out. Ash, I love that. You know, I feel like your brave story is just sort of listening to your inner voice and what it's telling you to do and then embracing these random opportunities that presented themselves to you. And the lesson that that gives everybody out there is you don't have to follow this strict regimen or this path that you think is yours. Uh, Pay attention to what's happening around you and use your gifts in surprising ways. And you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, Heather, it was not like just an easy, like one, two step either, you know, because sometimes people will hear my story and they're like, oh, well, you know, she had this, you know, set out for her and that was made out for her. It was scary. Because I kept having those opportunities. I kept having opportunities to be in the forefront and to to be the main person in things. And I would just shy away. I was like, no, that's for somebody else. Oh, I know somebody that can do that better. I have somebody else that can do. No, those opportunities came to me for a reason. Now, when you pass on those opportunities, they usually don't represent themselves again. They they, they don't usually (laughs) come back. So. When they do come, you got to grab them by the horns and really make something of it. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books uh, is Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. Yes. And 
what that remind what you just said reminds me of when she says, you know, no matter what you're saying yes to, you're saying no to something else mm-hmm. um, and vice versa. Right. So we're all, we always talk about as women and as entrepreneurs, we talk about yeah. saying no more often. And certainly I think that's very important because when you say no, then you say yes to your family or your self care mm-hmm. or, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, but there's a, really a lot of value in saying yes to things and not letting fear get in the way of doing something great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree that. with that. Well, what's been the most difficult thing for you throughout this journey? Um, at the start, the most difficult thing was not having my mom there yeah. because previously, like with everything that I was doing, cause I had done acting stuff, I did modeling stuff. And like I said, I had my producer hat on for many years. She was always by my side. Every photo shoot that I ever did, every set that I was ever on, she was either there or, you know, she, she was about to come and meet me there. Mm-hmm. So when I went on my very first photo shoot after her passing, it was, it was difficult and it showed in the pictures. <laughs> it showed oh, that's really interesting. In yeah. 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 Was your mom's passing unexpected? No, she had a long battle with an autoimmune disease mm-hmm. and it was something that, you know, it, it was as they were telling me, like in the hospital, like, you know, death is imminent and stuff like that. Um, but you don't want to believe it. Right. You don't, you, you know, you're living yeah. in denial and you're just like, well, you know, God saved her so many times before. and So many things have happened before for us. She'll, you know, she's going to make it through this. And um, it didn't happen that way. Absolutely. So. Certainly there's a brave story in forging on without your lifelong cheerleader, right? Learning to yes. create a new normal and and build a new life for yourself that's that's different while honoring her space in your life. Yeah, I think the main part of that was my mom believed in me so much that I didn't necessarily have to believe in myself. Mm. So she believed in me so much. She poured so much of herself into me that I was like, oh, well, my mom believes in me and she thinks I can do this. Maybe I can do this. And without her here, I had to start to believe in myself. Yeah. which also that was scary as heck too, because I had never done, I didn't realize that I wasn't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you do, you, do you tap into that? Like when things feel frightening, you know, and I, I always say that I think that brave is better than fearless. The goal is not mm-hmm. to be fearless. There are a lot of gifts behind choosing bravery. Um, yeah. Do you, do you feel her? Is she with you? How do you I, tap into supporting yourself in the way that she supported you? Right. I think that I do feel her spirit with me. It's just, it's so different, you know? And, you know, when you're really close with your mom and you, like I said, she was, that was my number one. She basically had turned into my best friend, you know, from, you know, from being, you know, okay, you're the child and I'm going to tell you what Mm -hmm. to do to, Mm -hmm. you know, look, I'm going to actually confide in you with certain things. And so I do feel her spirit with me and I do feel as though she is guiding me and I just try my best to make her proud. Yeah, that's my number one thing. I'm sure she'd be very, very proud of you. What has been the biggest pleasant surprise throughout your journey? Hmm. The biggest pleasant surprise uh, would have to be getting emails from listeners. Oh, I Um, love that. Yeah. Yeah. That was just. Y'all should be sending me emails. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Send out many, many emails. Yeah. I think that was the most pleasant surprise because for a while, like I said, I got onto iHeartRadio and things were good. But you still, you're getting the numbers, but you don't really know if people are actually listening or people actually care. Because for a long time, it took me, you know, it took me all of these five years to really start to open up to talk about my story. And having listeners to email me and say, hey, Ash, 
I heard when you did had this person on, this really inspired me, or I went through something similar. Thank you for sharing your story yeah. and things of that nature. It made me realize, wow, me sharing my story is actually making a difference for people because for the longest time, I felt like it was just, oh, it's just my story. Nobody cares. It's not, you know, it's nothing special about it. It's just my story, blah, blah, blah. But it actually makes a difference. And so that's why I've gotten in more comfortable in sharing my story on a regular basis with people. And I've gotten more versed in it to where I'm not crying nearly yeah, as much. <laughs> right. And, you know, I'm able to really just enlighten people and let them know, okay, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what you're going through, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will make it. It's, it's possible. If, if someone yeah. had told me 10 years ago, I'd be going through this stuff. I'd be like, you're a mad person. That is impossible. <laughs> well, and everybody's up. story is valuable and everybody's yeah. story can yeah. touch people and, and create change. And I, I really love um, a, that the listeners were emailing you and B that it affected you that way. I, yeah. I think that is a form of, of celebration, like to be it able is. to recognize that you're creating something for someone else and to stop and to honor that. And also it reminds me, I wrote a blog post a couple of years ago about the importance of um, doing and saying the thing that your heart and your mind told you to do right then. Mm. So if, if something in you says, call your parent, stop what you're doing, call your parent, don't put it off. If something says, reach out to the person hosting this podcast and say, this really touched me. And that's right. not just a blatant request for um, <laughs> responses from my listeners, I promise. But whatever it is that your inner soul is telling you to do, honor that because you have all the time in the world until you don't. Yeah. And Ash, you know that firsthand, right? You oh, think oh, that absolutely. that you're you're going to be around forever and the people you love are going to be around forever and they're not. And we don't know the answer to that question. We don't yeah. know when they're not going to be around So don't live with regrets. Do the thing that your body, your heart, your mind, and your soul is telling you to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought that I had at least another 20 years with my mom. I was like, oh, you know, her mother passed when she was about 78. My mom was 57. Wow. You know, and that's that's still young. Um, So it was, uh, it's still like, you know, day to day. I have my days where, you know, things are not so wonderful and, you know, yeah. I get overly emotional. That's a, you know, and you have to remember you're human. You're Absolutely. A human being. You yeah. have emotions, you have memories, and you're going to have those days, but just don't stay defeated. Don't stay don't defeated. Stay I love that. And I always say that, you know, whatever it is that you're doing well, when you fall off, when it doesn't work, whether it's grieving or your work schedule or your workout schedule or whatever the thing is, just because you stop and you fall off of your habits there, it doesn't mean it's gone. Just start again. It's no big deal. Yeah. I love that. It sounds like you've had so many triumphant moments, so many things that are happening that are great. How do you celebrate success? I like quiet. (laughs) Me too. Single mom of four. Where do I find my quiet? I like quiet. Um, Cause sometimes like I have nieces and nephews, God kids and stuff. And I love them to pieces. We go to Chuck E. Cheese. We do the crazy stuff on the weekend. But sometimes I like to just go to the park with my pen and pad and just be in nature, just taking the moment. I think me, myself, also with being in social media with everything so much, you get so caught up in things and you're posting here, you're posting there. And and then we don't take time to enjoy the moment. 
And that is my number one thing is I like quiet. When things are going great, I, I'm like, yes, victory. All right. <laughs> let me go somewhere. And just be quiet. Let quiet. Yes. Yeah. Just quiet. <laughs> I, I like that. I value that a lot. And I always yeah. encourage people that I'm working with and I'm coaching um, to spend some time, some mm-hmm. just some time every day in quiet and solitude, mm-hmm. because there's a lot that reveals itself to you. And it's, I think it's rejuvenating and healing. So I think that's a really lovely, lovely way to celebrate. Yeah. How do you practice self-care? Self-care, I have to put on a schedule, Heather. <laughs> you can okay, probably I lo- understand. I love that you've said that because there are so many people who are like, I don't have time. But yeah, if you no, can schedule, I, you can schedule it, you have the time. Tell me yeah, more. I have to put it on on schedule. Like I get a massage. I get a 90-minute massage every month and mm-hmm. I put it on my schedule. I know my masseuse, my favorite masseuse, Jealous. Nate. He did, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I have to do those things because for so long, just, I learned a lot from my mom in that situation. Um, she didn't take enough time for herself. She really yeah. didn't. I, we, I used to have to fight her to go get her nails done, go get a pedicure, go get a, a massage. Like I would literally have to get gift certificates and have them put her name on it so she nice. couldn't give it away to someone else. Yeah. And she would have to use it. I, that's one thing that I definitely, I wish that she would have done more. And I noticed as, you know, I, I went through grief counseling. I went through all kinds of different you know, ways of, of dealing with grief. And the number one thing that they tell you is you have to take care of yourself in order to help others, in order to be of use and yeah. to, you know, to do these epic and, and great things, you have to take care of yourself first before Absolutely. you can look after anything or anyone else. So. Absolutely. It's the oxygen mask effect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, you I put, think that's really valuable. Thank you for sharing that. And reminder to all of you out there, you do have time to take care of yourself. And it's almost your obligation. If there are people you love or clients you want to serve as well, it's almost your obligation to take care of yourself so that you don't burn out and then you can't give them what they need. This is true. So as we come to the close of the show, I get to ask my favorite question. um, And I always love to hear everybody's answer or response to this. But what is your favorite charitable organization to support? My favorite charitable organization is Bert's Big Adventure, and that is an organization that is housed here in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is just an amazing organization. What they do is they take children that have chronic and terminal illnesses to Disney World for five days. Awesome. Now, they don't just take the kids. They take the entire household. So everybody that's in that household is taken on that trip and they spend five days where they don't have to worry about doctor's visits and hospitals and getting tests done and things of that nature. And they just get to enjoy being kids. Yeah. And it is absolutely, um, it's my favorite organization. I love helping out with their events. I volunteer with them often. Um, we help out with a lot of the different donation sites that they do sometimes because everything is funded through donations. Awesome. Uh, so the website is birdsbigadventure.org. You guys want to check them out. Um, and they're still, I believe, until I think they've got another five days, actually. And they're still accepting new families. So Oh, wow. So if you're out in the Atlanta family, area, mm-hmm. do you well, have to well, be really, in Atlanta? No, no. They will, they will figure out ways. They will fly the family out from wherever um, to Disney. That's very so, exciting. So, so it, you guys don't have to be local to Atlanta to support this awesome organization. And you know, I ask this every week and I really mean it. Take a, a moment and go and learn more about them. Check out their website or their Facebook yes. page. And if you have 
money to support, do that. If not, share them, tell other people about them. If you know families who could utilize their services, connect them. We are working together to build a stronger and a healthier community and world. And this is one of the ways that we can do that. So Ash, thank you for celebrating that and sharing that organization with us. Thanks. Ash, would you share your three words with us one last time? Yes. My three words are courageous, terrifying, and triumphant. So those are great words. And and the courageous, I can can certainly see. Um, Talk to me just a little bit about terrifying. Terrifying is coming to grips with the unknown. Yeah. That, That can be really scary. When I, I remember when I was in high school and I was planning on going to college and how my life was going to be 10, 20 years from then. And like pretty much none of that stuff's happened. <laughs> and so regardless of, you know, what you may put out in a plan, life <laughs> is still going to happen at the end yes. of the day. Life is going to happen. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's, it's terrifying because you're like, these things that I wanted to do haven't happened or it didn't occur, you know, the way that it was supposed to occur. So yeah, terrifying is, is definitely... <laughs> Uh, an adjective that I would use to describe this crazy existence that we have here. Life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Life is a little terrifying sometimes. You just got to roll with it, right? You just got to. You have no choice. You got to make it it work. Do it. Absolutely. Ash, (laughs) how can people find you? People can find me across social media at one love Ash, the number one L O V E A S H, or they can check out Ash It's got, Pretty much everything on me as far as the blog, the podcast, everything else in between. Heather, thank you so much for having me on your show. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, (laughs) it was fun to have you. I I love the gifts that you give reminding people that um, you can overcome grief that you can be successful, whether or not that success looks like what you imagined it would look like, and Mm -hmm. that we all have gifts to share. And if you embrace that and share your stories, you don't have to do it the way we do it. You don't have to do a podcast. It doesn't have to be big, but true, genuine connection with people can absolutely change the world. So thank you so much for being here with us, Ash. Thank you so much. Okay, you guys, that is all we have for today. This is Heather Vickery. I want to remind you that I need your help. I need your support with this show. Go out and subscribe, rate and review, share it with a friend. Um, We value you. We're grateful for you. And I am reminding you, as always, to choose bravely. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks. Check it out for yourself and get your 30-day free trial, including one free audiobook. Simply visit audibletrial.com slash thebravefiles and voila, free audiobooks. What could be better than that? The Brave Files is proudly supported by Lost Format Apparel, a socially conscious clothing company. You already know that homelessness is a huge problem. Over half a million Americans are living without shelter and millions more without consistent access to everyday basics. My friends at Lost Format know that solving homelessness is a much larger problem than any one company or person can solve on their own. It requires teamwork, sacrifice, strength, and building communities through personal and professional relationships. And isn't that exactly what the Brave Files podcast is all about? 
That's why I'm proud to say that The Brave Files has partnered with Lost Format. And together, we're working to change the face of consumerism in addressing homelessness. You can now get one of two fantastic shirts custom designed specifically for The Brave Files. Each order goes towards providing necessities to the homeless. We have one shirt that, of course, says Choose Bravely, and another that reminds you that brave is always greater than fearless. Head on over to vickeryandco.com store to see both beautiful shirts and to check out the entire product line from Lost Format. All of their stuff is super soft and comfortable and has an amazing fit. Use promo code BRAVE to get 10% off of your Brave Files custom t-shirts. And if you have an order over $30, your shipping is free. I choose bravely to take the plunge to help solve homelessness. Are you with me? Thank you for listening to The Brave Files. Be sure to visit thebravefilespodcast.com to access the show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. Music composed and produced by Matt Lewis of Union Music, LLC. Special thanks to our editor and audio mix expert, Andrew Olson. I am eternally grateful for all that he does to make each week sound so fantastic. You can hear more of Andrew's work at findandrewolson.com.